0: Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, hispanicmpr.com. This is Elena Delval and my guest is Orla Baumgartner, who is Chief Sales Officer of Ecom. Today we will discuss EConnect by Ecom. Orla originally from Ireland has been living in Austria for 20 years she studied marketing administration in the college of marketing and design at the dublin institute of technology in ireland prior to working at ecom beginning in november of 2016 she worked for two large international airlines at ecom she is in charge of a variety of functions including translations social media, and international media, as well as business relationships. Ecom is the creator of the Connect app. Orla, welcome.
1: Hi, Eleanor. Lovely to talk to you.
0: Thank you for working with our different time zones. And uh, You're in Central European time, right?
1: I'm in Central European time, and I'm bang smack in the mid- middle of Central Europe. In Graz, in Austria.
0: How fun.
1: It's lovely. A beautiful city. Well worth a visit sometime.
0: Oh, that's tempting. Mm -hmm. What is an app? We're going to talk about an app today, and that seems like something everybody knows and everybody uses, but... That's not the case. We know there are a lot of business people, especially in the boomer generation, who are moderate users or low users of smartphones. So they may have a smartphone, but they may not be using all of the functions. Sometimes the smartphones are a little too smart for us. Um, So tell us, if you would, to help us get going with the discussion, what are we referring to when we say an app?
1: That's funny, that made me smile. Sometimes our smartphones are too smart for us. That's good. Helena, an app is basically something that makes your life a little bit easier. There are apps for everything out there right now. You download it onto your phone, and then you can use it, for example, if you want to call somebody, you can use an app like Skype, like we're using at the moment. So over the internet, You make your telephone call, and then you don't have to pay some of the high charges that we would have, for example, here in Central Europe. You could also have an app, for example, if you like to go running or jogging, which measures how far you run, how fast you run, and how fit you're getting. So basically, there are all sorts of apps out there. Some would be useful for you personally, some would be less useful, Um, but in general, I think they make life a little bit easier.
0: I thought that, for example, Skype, as you mentioned, was software, and Mm -hmm. that apps were specific to smartphones and tablets. Is that not the case?
1: Well, yes, but they are also a software. They're written by software, and you download your app, for example, from the Google Play Store. Ours is an Android app, so it would be available at the Google Play Store, which is on your, your smartphone.
0: If you're using the software on a computer, say a desktop computer or a Mm -hmm. laptop computer, is it still an app or is an app particularly designed for a mobile device such as a tablet or a smartphone?
1: No, there are apps available for your PC and for your tablet also. And you can get them also in an app store. For, your, for example, if you have an Apple computer, you have your Apple store, and you can download applications for your PC also.
0: So where is the line between just software and an app?
1: Well, software is what you write. It's the computer programs they use to write the apps.
0: Okay. eConnect is a mm-hmm. startup based in Austria, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: And so, eCom has created an app mm-hmm. that is designed to assist anyone who uses the app in staying connected and using a variety of functions within the same app. Did I think I got the basics? But why don't I let you explain? Okay.
1: It? That's correct, Elena. I'll, I'll just explain it quite simply. Um, Connect, our app, is a digital life network which is set in virtual reality. So the idea is that the digital life network connects all the key functions in your device, in your smartphone or in your PC or in your tablet or in your PlayStation, whichever device you choose to use for your app and they are all together in one customized environment you can use multi-messaging for example emailing taking photos you can do online shopping listen to music and video streaming basically what i'm describing is a one-stop app so where years ago you might have carried around in your in your bag. You might have carried around a phone, a notebook, a camera, an address book, a personal organizer, a file of facts, pens, etc., etc., etc. With the introduction of smartphones and apps, we now all have all of these separate functions on our phones, and have an app to perform each of these individual functions. What Connect does, our app is basically it follows this natural progression and makes things even easier by putting all of these individual apps into one single app. Which means, as a user, there's no more searching for the right app, which one do I need? There's no more swiping through dozens of different apps on your smartphone and xing away all the pop-up ads that pop up all the time and drive you crazy. So now you only need one app to perform all these most basic functions. For example, messaging, mailing, calling, video calling, or sharing and organizing your digital content like photos, etc. Is that clear?
0: As mud. Ah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: How can Let's go I make back that to simple? some basics. You okay. used a couple of words there. That mm-hmm. I think bear a little bit of description. Okay. For example, when you first described it, you said it's a digital life network. What do you mean That's by it. that?
1: What we basically mean is that it's time to take control of all of our digital content. So we're surrounded all day in all sorts of different ways with digital content. We don't think twice about sending off a WhatsApp message, an email, a Facebook message, and all the rest. And this is all our digital content that we use on a daily basis without even thinking about it, and that is our digital life. And we have created what we call a digital life network, which basically means that you keep all of your digital life, your digital content, in one individual network is that a little bit clearer
0: yes so this Good. is a term that you have coined at e-com
1: that is ac- exactly correct elena we've coined this term ourselves
0: now virtual reality of course has been around for a while
1: that's correct yeah
0: where is the intersection between the virtual reality and the digital life network. I think for many people, digital life is, as you said, a part of everyday life, whether you're using a smartphone or email or instant messaging, a new variety of social media and so forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But most, I think, people in the business environment think of virtual reality as something perhaps that you do more as a form of entertainment, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct, Elena. Um In actual fact, I don't think I've mentioned it yet, but our Connect app, so our digital life network, is actually just the gateway into your Connect world. And this Connect world can be enjoyed in 2D, in 3D, or in virtual reality. Now, not everybody has a virtual reality headset. We understand that the technology is still catching up. We're slightly ahead of the game on this one, which is why Connect can be used also without any problem, perfectly easily and clearly, also in 2D and 3D. But it really is that the, the fun starts and the really interesting stuff is when you have a virtual reality headset and you can go into the virtual, into our Connect world, and you can interact with everything in the Connect world. Why? Why what?
0: Why, as a business person, mm-hmm. would you do that? And, and I mean that in in the real sense of the word. What is the business advantage of doing that? Let me clarify. I think mm-hmm. the average person will tell you that so much time, that they lose so much time to email correspondence and to social media, Mm -hmm. the idea of learning and subsequently having to engage with others in a virtual reality seems to me very time-consuming. So to come full circle, that's why I'm asking why. What is the business advantage, because we're talking to a business audience here, to a virtual reality connection through this new app?
1: Uh huh, okay, I understand. Um, basically, we have more than one target market with Connect. The virtual reality aspect of Connect is really just for fun at the moment. Um, as a business, Um, to use connect as in its business function we would see for example that you would have connect open on your PC while you are working and you might say oh gosh I forgot to send an email to whoever click onto our our desk and you just click onto the notebook and you can write your email or you click onto the pen and you can write your SMS so the idea for business would be that you would have your browser open at all times and it's easy to use. But what I haven't mentioned yet, Elena, what's very important in Europe right now and what is one of the main important criteria about Connect is the fact that when you have communication with another Connect user, all communication between Connect users is encrypted It's data protected, data security, and Connect promises. We will never, ever sell your personal information. Your data is safe with Connect. It's a very, very important um, aspect in Europe right now that everyone is aware of. And, of course, it's one of our number one priorities, absolutely.
0: Please tell us more about that, because that is certainly top of mind for many if not most business people in the U.S. today,
1: yeah, sure. We're we're kind of hopping all over the place now, but I've, that really is so important. Um, basically, it was it was one of the main reasons that Connect even began in the mid 2014. Um, seeing recent developments like the takeover of WhatsApp by Facebook and so on led our founder Michael Schogel to think that message services and social networks were turning more and more into personal data collectors and if you look back at history this type of development it's not it's not nice it's not harmless um, the transparency and the innocence of people it makes them easy to manipulate so he said right we have to come up with something that protects people and protects their 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 data so his solution to the problem was connect a multi-messenger service with the emails and your your messenger services, and a social network, which allows you to reach your friends from the beginning, but which is end-to-end encrypted and means that all your personal data is is protected. Having coming up with this solution, he set up the company, then Ecom, in May 2015.
0: There's been a lot of discussion about... Security online and who has mm-hmm. access, and what is really safe from intrusion uh, lately in our country, even from our government, because they have been working with a number of companies and forcing them in some cases, or working through other means, purchasing, etc. Mm -hmm. So the allegations say that allows them a backdoor access so that when some companies write the software, they're actually building in a backdoor for the government to access whatever accounts they want, even without any kind of a court order. Uh Uh, These seem to be highly technical concepts beyond the scope of what we're discussing, but is that possibility there is it possible no that the system no. could be broken into hacked if you will by governments or other
1: well we are based in europe so we come under european jurisdiction and in european jurisdiction data protection is so important that it's it, it's it's protected um the governments over here understand that people don't want their private information given out everywhere, and it is protected. And, and no, Connect promises to keep all data private will not be giving it to governments. I mean, of course, if law changes or whatever, there's nothing you can do about that. But, but basically, as it stands in Europe, it is it is hugely important, and it is valued and there. The data protection is extremely important.
0: Is the data itself held in a European location?
1: Yes. Our server will be based in Europe, in Austria. But more importantly, the company has also promised not to sell this personal information because Connect promises that we will never sell our users' personal data.
0: I understand that some media outlets or social media outlets—somebody um, told me it was Facebook—I don't know this for a fact—that mm-hmm. there is that there are some outlets that claim rights to, for example, photos. So if you post a photo on a website, they consider that by posting that photo, you have given them permission to use that photo in any way they choose, including ads. So you can post a photo of you and your dog, and if they think that will make a cute pet food ad, then they reserve the right to use that photo without compensating you.
1: That's correct, because they... They see your personal data and your personal information as being something that they can sell. That will never happen in Connect. We have said from the very beginning, your personal data, your personal information, your personal digital content remains yours. It never belongs to us. You can use our platform, our interface, but your information does not belong to us and we will never sell it on. We don't have any right to sell it on. It's private.
0: Oh well, that sounds pretty good. So you're providing a forum with all signs of, uh, sorts of connectivity options from low-tech to all the way high-tech for the very high-tech inclined. It's free of charge. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. It's free of charge. And I'm glad you said low-tech to high-tech because it really is so easy to use. It, it is designed to be very intuitive that somebody... That's another reason why we say we have more than one target market because obviously in the very beginning, getting an, an app on the market, we need to aim at the young people who are used to trying out new things and get excited and spread the word. But in actual fact, our next level would be people who tend not to use applications so much because they're a little bit concerned, ooh, I don't know how to use it and my friends aren't using it anyway and I might make mistakes. And we aim at these people too because our desktop our 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 connect app when you open it up what you see is a desk and on the desk are objects like a laptop a camera a telephone a picture a notebook and it's as simple as that if i want to write a message i tap on the notebook if i want to look through my my contacts i tap on the organizer to send a message to them if i want to sort through my my photos I tap on the picture frame and it's really as simple as that so it means that anybody even if you don't have a lot of experience of using um, applications or technical products or even pcs you open up your connect app and there is the desktop click on what you want to do and it's as simple as that and yes we can move right through using our desktop as a gateway into the connect world When you go past the desktop, you get into our virtual reality loft, and that's where the techies can have their fun then, because that's where you can interact with everything in our virtual reality loft. But, as I said, you don't need to use that aspect of Connect. That's the fun part. It's for the people who want to do that. But Connect is still available and still usable for everybody out there.
0: You said desk. Top. Mm-hmm. But So, are you able to connect from any device, desktop, laptop, smartphone, tablet?
1: Exactly. What I mean by desktop is, is um, you know, if you were at work or even at home and you have your desk and on your desk, you might have a laptop, you might have your camera, your, your watch, your notebook, your pen, a soft drink, all these things that you would have in front of you on your desk. That is how Connect appears to you on your phone, or should you choose, on your PC, on your tablet, on your PlayStation, or whichever device you choose to use it on. But the desktop that I'm speaking of now is is the desktop that you see in Connect that looks like your desk at home.
0: So it's more of a virtual desktop as opposed to an actual. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah.
0: What kind of system requirements do you need at a minimum in order to be able to use the app?
1: Well, at the moment, our app is only available for Android systems. You can use Connect on quite old smartphones, but in that case, only in 2D. And on the newer smartphones and PCs, you can use it then in 3D. So any smartphone, you can use it or any tablet or PC, it should be able to work on those.
0: You mentioned that the company started or the concept started in 2014 and the app itself was developed in May of 2015.
1: The com- no, the idea was in 2014, but the company Ecom was founded in May 2015. And since then we have been developing mostly in secret, um, because we couldn't leak any of the details of what we were doing into the internet in case somebody else thought, wow, that's a fantastic idea, we're going to do that first. So we basically worked for almost three years in secret, and then in June 2017, we finally launched our product. So it is available at the moment as a Kickstarter campaign, we're looking for crowdfunding, and from... Autumn or fall, as I guess you could say in the States, uh, 2017, then we will become available to everybody on Google Play Store.
0: Tell us about the team. This is an indie small company based in Austria, right?
1: That's correct. We are a very small team. Um, There are people from all over the world. Um, There is, I am for example, from Ireland, we have somebody from Syria, we have somebody from Spain, we have somebody from Germany, um, we have Austrians, a uh, very small team, very young people, all sorts of different backgrounds, um, but all working in one direction and all very excited about the app. It's a fun place to work. You know, a startup is a is an interesting environment. Everybody's keen, There are very young people here. You. Your job description basically means nothing because if there's a job to be done then somebody has to do it. So you come in one day thinking you're going to do something and you do something entirely different and a very steep learning curve, very exciting and a great bunch of people to work with. Really keen.
0: About 10 people it sounded like?
1: We are 12. Altogether,
0: and you're all working full-time on this
1: no 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 there are three people working full-time and the others are doing for example masters in university and coming in and doing 20 or 30 hours a week
0: what will it take for this to come to life in the fall
1: well now that's the, the million-dollar question
0: <laughs> um, Elena, we have a
1: fantastic idea, and we have a huge possibility here. Um, our biggest danger, if you like, is the fact that we're such a small company in a small country, hidden away in the middle of Europe, and I'm afraid that nobody's going to get to hear about us, because when people do hear about our app, and when they hear about what they can do with it, they get excited. So. What we need right now is basically media coverage, people to talk about it. Have you heard about Connect? Do you know what you can do with it? Do you know that all your digital contact content can be organized, can be safe, can be kept in one place? And this one place is your gateway to a fantastic, interesting, fun VR world.
0: What kind of capital funding do you need from the Kickstarter campaign?
1: Um, we have aimed at 25,000, and we are just over halfway, and we have another two weeks to go.
0: Is there a group of initial users, say beta users? Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, there was, when we started our Kickstarter campaign in, in mid-July 2017, we offered a version of Connect, a beta version for them to download. So they are downloading, they've downloaded and they're using that at the moment. There are, of course, bugs and problems and we're getting a lot of feedback. We're getting some fantastic feedback. Um, interestingly, depending on the age of the user and our different target markets, entirely different feedback and entirely different ways of using the Connect app. The younger people, 17, 18, 19 year olds, are using the VR. Um, they're in there in our virtual loft in New York. They're playing with the ducklings, the, the the fun toys that we have. They're interacting with all of the the different furniture. They're finding hidden locks in the in the loft. And the older people using it, more in my age group, I have to admit, um, are coming back to us and saying, "Wow." it's just so easy to use. I didn't have to worry about it. I just clicked, went, it worked. So yeah, good feedback, good feedback.
0: And I'm sorry, I think you may have said that, but I'm trying to follow all the concepts.
1: Mm -hmm. Sorry.
0: How did you select the beta users? Were they contributors to the Kickstarter campaign?
1: Contributors, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, they're contributors to the, the Kickstarter campaign. When you donate four euro or more, You can download a version, a beta version of Connect, and and start using that. Plus, of course, as a Kickstarter donator, there are all sorts of added bonuses, one-time offers, and so on that you get as being a a Kickstarter donator.
0: What would you say is the profile of the beta users thus far, in terms of socio-demographic profile? Are they mostly? I would say.
1: Mm -hmm. Mostly young people, mostly young people and students. If I'm perfectly honest, probably a lot of them are friends and colleagues and people that that those working in the company will know around the world, plus people who watch Kickstarter for interesting new projects. So that would would be mostly who's out there. But I would say most of them at the moment are, are younger users.
0: How many beta users do you have at the moment?
1: I don't have that information right up to date at the moment, Eleanor.
0: Of course. What happens next? So let's say that you reach your threshold. At, after mm-hmm. all, $25,000, you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. That seems doable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then what?
1: Well, that money is all going to be put back into the making The application runs smoothly to make sure everything runs well. We also need to hire new people here. We need to get a marketing budget that we can finally get the word on the street what we can actually do. Um, Plus, the more money we have, the more users we have, the more contacts we can make within businesses. We are looking for media partners so that people can upload their media or media sources can upload their media content onto our app which means, for example, that all of our users would be able to go into their Connect world and they could read newspapers from all over the world or possibly stream videos from all over the world. Um, We will be looking to contact larger businesses as business partners um, to use in product placement. In our virtual reality loft, there are enormous possibilities for product placement. Um, We will also be working on more gimmicks, fun things that our younger users and can buy on inline shopping um to make the whole e- Connect experience just more fun for them. So basically, yeah, a lot of a lot of money needed to invest to make Connect just a more interesting place to be really.
0: Is the company driven by business minds or more tech minds, engineers, who are the designers, if you will, this is fairly complex if I'm understanding software that can have all of these capabilities and interact with all of these different softwares and companies and platforms, Mm -hmm. and at the same time maintain a safe environment. Who are the people that are making this possible, that are designing well, the app and the, and the system?
1: That's an interesting question. So our founder, Michael, I would describe Michael as your typical entrepreneur. He is so bright. His brain works so fast. I can hardly keep up with him. He knows all about all the aspects of software and tech and everything. And he's into everything and he can do everything. And he's so motivated and he's so excited by his idea. But at the same time, he's a really good person. So he wants this to work. Of course he does. It has to be financially successful. But he's also the kind of guy who who looks into where can we give something back to our environment? Where can we give something back to the community? That we have a social responsibility, all of us. And that we have to give something back that, you know, that's what the world is all about. And he he really, truly believes that. And so that's why he started this company. And then all of us then joined in along the way. But I guess he also picked people or hired people that he figured shared his vision in where this company should go and where this company should be. But, yeah, definitely give something back. Be responsible You have a moral responsibility. When a company gets as big as Connect could be eventually, you do have a moral responsibility and you have to be aware of that.
0: Where are his capabilities, Orla? Is he an engineer? Is he a business person? Is he an artist? Where is he coming from?
1: I would say he's somewhere between a business person and an artist. He studied psychiatry and philosophy. He knows a lot about art. But comes from a business background. He comes from a business family here in Graz. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's somewhere between the two. Somebody with a vision, that's for sure.
0: Is he a student?
1: Not anymore. He's working full-time. He's, he started this company and has been working full-time on this, on this project since then.
0: You talked about a moral compass, if I understood correctly, someone who's in charge who wants the greater good and not just a source of riches. Tell us a little bit about those goals and whether, as the future approaches, there are specific goals in mind to match the profit side. Are there any particular charities or causes that the company plans to support?
1: I couldn't say at the moment there are any specific charities or causes that he wants to support. It's more the big picture. It's more that companies, particularly in the technology sector, are getting so strong and there are just a handful of these huge companies and they have so much power over all of us and that somebody or some people need to get in there and take control and say you know step back people's personal information and their private lives are personal and private and it should be kept that way and that if companies get that big and that influential over people's lives then they really need to take a moral responsibility and and be careful how they treat their users and be careful how they treat normal people and that's just hugely important to michael personally yeah I
0: thought- occurs to me as we talk flesh out that concept of data mining that we've been discussing Mm -hmm. if you're interacting with other parties who are very strong in the data mining who have a mandate of controlling and or gathering data and personal I'm not sure what the word is, your information, your postings, your photos, your videos, Mm -hmm, your audio. mm -hmm.
1: All your digital content, basically, yeah.
0: Thank you. All your
1: personal digital content.
0: If you are in that virtual reality, this digital life network that you are creating, that you are collating in the app, interacting with other platforms and other apps and softwares and companies that don't have the same respect for people's virtual data. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Because in order for this system to work, it needs to encompass all of these different aspects. And yet, how do you interact with these companies who don't have that same respect in a way that still respects your principles that you're espousing.
1: This is true. When you first start and connect, you can contact via our multi-messenger service. You remain in contact with all of your friends, basically all your contacts and, and all of your email addresses, etc., that are on your phone. They come into Connect with you. If you are communicating with somebody else who's not in Connect, then we can't guarantee your data security. If however, the other person is also a Connect user, so Connect user to Connect user, in this case we can guarantee your data security. So if you're in your Connect world and you're communicating with another person in their Connect world, in this case yes, we can we can guarantee the data security, but we of course if you're if the other person isn't in the connect world and they're not using connect to communicate then we can't guarantee for the data security of other companies like Facebook or whatsapp or Google or whoever
0: how do you address issues of freedom of speech and hate speech and the like what I mean by that and of course this is Pressing as a thought in the U.S. right now because we're having so many issues with hate crimes and the right uh, The freedom of speech that of course, the constitution yeah, yeah, has and people yeah. who want to suppress that But on the other hand when you have people who are hate mongers it, it creates a difficult environment. How are you addressing those issues?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that completely, and that's that is a, a, a very topical situation right now. Um, basically, like other companies, it will be in our terms and conditions that you may not um, post hateful things, you may not break the law on Connect. Um, there are a list of things that you you just may not do as part of our terms and conditions. If you break these terms and, and conditions, then you may not no longer be a user of Connect. Simple.
0: And when you say the law, you mean the law in Austria?
1: The law the law in Austria, that's correct, or within Europe, yeah.
0: When someone signs up, are they mm-hmm. required to pr- provide proof of who they are? Are there anonymous sign-ups? How would that work?
1: There are anonymous sign-ups. You don't have to prove who you are. You don't even have to use your real name.
0: So that also provides a forum for people who are in environments where there might be issues with the government, in places where there might not be freedom of religion or other types of freedom, it allows people the ability to connect without fear of repercussion, is that right?
1: I guess you could you could look at it that way. Yeah. It's up to the user to use their personal data and their personal content on Connect, yeah. As long as they're not breaking a law and they s- remain within our terms and conditions, how they choose to use it is entirely up to them.
0: So, as long as they're not posting hateful content or violating oh, the guidelines.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, it, it will of course be monitored, and, and it is in the terms and conditions that there there will be no hate crimes or there will be no 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 hateful posts. What?
0: Would you say are the greatest challenges that you're facing now as you're nearing the end of your Kickstarter campaign?
1: Our biggest challenge right now is most definitely getting Connect out there, that people know about Connect, that hear about Connect, that they would download Connect and start to use it. That's our biggest challenge right now. Um, We know we've got a great product. The people who've tried it know we've got a great product. But unfortunately, being a startup and having zero marketing budget, basically, um, we're having to depend on using social media, uh, word of mouth. Um, We're hoping we'll get a lucky break, that that, um, some big company will hear about us and help us out or that our our word will get out there quickly. But yes, that is most definitely our biggest problem right at this minute.
0: You talk about a... A big company that might hear about you and help you out mm-hmm. but if someone big comes in aren't they going to want to take you over and if they do then aren't these guarantees and these promises sort of out the window because then someone else owns the company?
1: No, no. Up until now we've managed to avoid that situation. Um, Michael is still 100% owner of the company. As I said, we've been in development for three years. Um, We've had a budget of almost a million euro. He has managed up until now to get investors and to get that money without having to give away control or give any of the stock away to anybody. Um, Our investors are working on, on, on profit returns. Um, They see the possibilities in the company, they see how we can make money in the future, and they're willing to take the risk to invest in it now, and then get a big payout in the future when the money starts coming in, when, when the company becomes financially viable.
0: So these investors are not just the ones on Kickstarter, but you have private investors as well?
1: We have had private investors. Up until now, we didn't start our Kickstarter campaign until July 2017, so for the the two and a half years prior to that, we have been working with investors.
0: How will Connect be profitable, or at least break even? Of course, as as, as a new company, it may take a while for you to be profitable, but where will the money to sustain the company come from? in the short to medium term.
1: Yeah, I understand. We need users. The more users that we have, the more money we can make. We can go to media companies and we can go to bigger companies, bigger businesses with product placement ideas, but only when we have enough users. In order to approach them, the companies, we would need approximately 100,000 users. And we're in the situation that... The more users we have, the more people know about us, the bigger the company becomes. And of course, the more valuable. But in actual fact, to get the ball rolling, we only need 100,000 users, maybe. And after that, we can, we can start making an income through selling these small gimmicks and fun extras and add-ons within the Connect app or through product placement, each individual object on our desk, for example, a company could come and say, well, you have this desktop here, which represents your Connect app. I sell sunglasses. I would like your sunglasses on your desk to be from my company. And we'd say, yeah, fabulous. Um, we could be business partners or there's a, a soda can on the desk. We could have a soda company come to us and say, okay, on your Connect app, you've got 100,000 users now. I would like your soda can on your desk to come from my company for the next six months or year or whatever, and they would become a business partner. So there there are lots of possibilities for product placement already at the very beginning, just using our desktop and our messenger service, but when you go further through into the connect world when you get into our vr loft then the possibilities for product placement in the future in a vr platform they are just enormous
0: are there products in the vr area already
1: yes yes um, i would encourage anybody to download our app from the Google Play Store and and go and have a look. You don't need the VR glasses to go in. You can still go in and wander around in the loft. Everything in the loft can be changed, the sofas, the floor surfaces, the wall surfaces, the pictures on the wall. Um, You can flick through the options, change them again in the future if we had business partners. um, It's conceivable that we could do business with a furniture company and we could put their images of their furniture into our loft and that people would be familiar then with particular companies' furniture. Um, We could do business with um, artists if they wanted to showcase their art on our walls, Um, floor surfaces. The the possibilities are just enormous. The whole loft is open to be used really um, as a product placement where the user can choose which product they like, nothing, no advertising has been forced upon them. They get to change and use which product they like best and keep that in their virtual loft.
0: Could you share some examples with us of products that are currently in the virtual reality? I think you said it's a penthouse in New York, right?
1: It's a penthouse, the most beautiful penthouse in New York. Um, with a glass front window window looking out over New York, you can change the weather, you can change the time of day. Um, and then when you turn around and look into the loft, um, we have uh, sofas that can change. There is a coffee table with books and magazines on it. They could represent different uh, media sources, books and magazines, or for example, perhaps Amazon and a Kindle. There is also um, a TV in the loft. On that TV, we could, for example, have business partners like Netflix or YouTube or one of these bigger companies where you could stream TV shows. Um, There is also um, a stereo in the corner. You could go to the stereo, switch the stereo on. If we have business partners, for example, I'm just pulling names out of a hat, Spotify, you could stream music. You can also go up the stairs. Up the stairs, we have a bedroom. So there is um, room in the bedroom for beds, bedroom furniture, closet space, you name it. It's all we can add on. We can build in new things. If a company was to come to us and say, hey, we have this, we'd really like to present it. We think it would fit well into the Connect world. Then it's possible to build that into our VR platform too.
0: Are children going to be present in the system? Are are you establishing any restrictions for the admission of children into the system?
1: Not yet. It'll be over 13. But at the moment... In the VR world, there isn't really anything of great interest to smaller children. Um, when you reach the teenage age, it's way more interesting because we will have games and, and connections to um, gaming gaming providers, so that'll be fun for them. Um, children, I guess, would perhaps use the messaging part of it, the multi-messenger, like for example, sending WhatsApp messages or Connect messages.
0: Are there restrictions as to language or in terms of images and videos, the kinds of things that you can display, that you can share on the forum?
1: Well, yes, of course. We're, but then we're back to our terms and conditions, that if somebody flags something as inappropriate, that we say breaks our terms and conditions, that will, of course, be removed immediately. But it, that's back to responsibility too, yeah. Yeah.
0: And what would you say is the general line, the border that defines that? Is nudity allowed? Is partial nudity allowed, or sex acts? So
1: we we have no specific um, information about that right now. Um, I guess we that's one of these things that we have to see how it goes in the beta version. If anybody has objections or says anything, obviously anything that breaks the law will not be allowed. Um, I, I actually don't know how to answer that question. That's, that, that is not something that, that, that has come up up until now.
0: It's uh, Part of the reason that I ask is because it, I have seen in some forums is a form of, I guess, spamming, blamming. I'm not sure what it's called when it's, say, in social media. When you start getting people who you don't know to leave comments or post comments or try to reach you and then when you go look at it, it turns out that it's someone selling sexual services or photos or videos and they're actually just littering in the system.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, clearly, if we have users who are misusing Connect, then they are breaking their terms and conditions and they will be removed, clearly.
0: What is your plan or your timing in terms of Apple? So you said right now the system is available in Android. We know there are a lot of users, of course, who are functioning in the Apple space and the Mac space. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of uh, collaboration taking place now between Microsoft and Apple, uh, but I think the two systems are still quite separate, right?
1: The, the two systems are definitely separate, Um, We are working at the moment in an Android version. It's only available for Android devices, but we are working in the future on making it available to Apple users too.
0: Do you have a timeline when you think that will become available for listeners who have Apple devices, Mac devices? We don't have an
1: exact timeline, Um, But we will definitely, again, depending on Kickstarter, how much finance we get, um, I would say within the next year, definitely. It's top. It's one of our our main priorities when we talk about our add-ons and our extras and what's coming next. If you look on our our homepage or on our website, um, you can see what's coming next in there in the videos. and, And to be Apple ready is definitely very important to us, obviously.
0: For our listeners who are interested in learning more about the app, Mm -hmm. perhaps becoming beta users and downloading it, or perhaps, since we have many marketers in public relations, communicators among our listeners, anybody who is interested in promoting their product, their service, buying space, and so forth, how can they get more information, how can they reach out?
1: Yeah, I would be delighted if people would come and check out our homepage. Um, our talk, Eleanor, right now, well, it's been really interesting. We've we've jumped here and there and all over the place. And, and I can understand that some people listening will, will be still completely confused and say, what exactly are you offering? So for more information, please do check out our homepage, www.4connect-e.com. Or, if you want to Google, you can just Google connect, VR, social network, and multi-messenger and it'll come up there. And I really would like them to have a look in, Eleanor, because as I said, it's easy to use, it's interesting and it's a gateway into a, a whole new future. Our VR platform is fun exciting and it really is the future
0: once they get to the website how do they connect with you or someone who is able to interact with mm-hmm. say marketing or advertising communications executives who have a potential product that they want absolutely. to absolutely yeah so forth.
1: there are links there are links just click on the link there are links to contact us directly on our homepage and we would love the contact we would love the feedback
0: what tips would you share with our listeners or who want to gain a better understanding of these ideas that we have been discussing virtual reality digital life network Mm -hmm. how can they find out more
1: well they can find out more from either from our homepage or If they go into Kickstarter, there's a a Kickstarter campaign running, a digital life network in VR with multi-messenger, it's called, within Kickstarter. And we have videos. uh, We have all the information on on the company in a short summary for you to read through.
0: Are there any kinds of studies or third-party websites where our listeners can immerse themselves or read an article, find out from someone, a university study or someone else? No,
1: not yet. Our product is so new. As I said, we're, we've, it was kept secret until June 2017. Um, in mid-July 2017, we started our Kickstarter campaign. So we have, we have literally only been out there for about three weeks. So, as of yet, Elena, you're one of the first.
0: Well, that's very exciting. <laughs>
1: it's more exciting for me.
0: <laughs> thank you, Orla, for joining us from Graz, Austria. Elena, thank you.
1: thank you so much for having me. Um, I enjoyed it. I hope people understood. I do realize we were, we were jumping around the place to and fro, and I, I do realize I probably wasn't very clear in some areas. Um, please have a look at our homepage. I hope it's more clear in there. And yes, maybe we'll talk again soon, Elena. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And to our audience, thank you for listening to Orla Baumgartner, who is Chief Sales Officer at eCom, who discussed Connect by eCom. Please share your suggestions, questions, and ideas by leaving a comment on the HispanicNPR.com website. If you or someone you know would like to be on the show, you can email me directly at editor at hispanicmpr dot com. That's editor at hispanicmpr dot com.